You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard on our events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor in many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us today for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Emily Zug with Veritex Community Bank 2022 Chair of the Board for the Plano Chamber. I am so excited to introduce today's guest. Rusty Smith has nearly 20 years of experience leading software development, service solutions, and product strategy and management at Tyler Technologies. As president of Tyler's Justice Group, Rusty helps oversee Tyler Technologies software implemented by courts and public safety agencies in 11 countries and 49 U.S. states, serving more than 6,000 client accounts and more than 100 million citizens. He works closely with local and state governments to provide innovative solutions to better serve communities and help businesses connect through integrated technology. Rusty holds a bachelor's degree in business administration and management information systems from Texas Tech University and obtained a program for leadership development certificate from Harvard Business School Executive Education. Rusty, thank you so much for joining Emily and I today. Kelly and Emily, I'm happy to be with you. Thank you. Rusty, it's so nice to meet you. So let's start right off by having you give our listeners an overview of Tyler Technologies and your role on the team. Yeah, sure. You know, Tyler may be you know, the largest company based in Plano that a lot of people haven't heard of because we don't market to the general public. Uh, Tyler, we're, we're an S&P 500 company. We're traded on the New York Stock Exchange. And we're headquartered here in Plano. Um, we are the largest company that focuses exclusively on the public sector. And our headquarters is here, but we have over 7,000 employees, mostly in the U.S., but some presence in Canada and even the, the Philippines. And our software solutions, we provide software to, to all levels of the public sector. With about two-thirds of our business being cities and counties, the other third being states and, and a small portion being a federal government. So I get asked a lot, so what what does that mean that you provide software to, to the public sector? And I just say, if you think about all the essential services that government provides, they need specialized solutions that are purpose-built to do that. So for example, you've got, when you get a utility bill or when you when you build a house and you uh, have to submit plans and and uh, take out permits and get inspections or get a business license, uh, parks, police, fire, courts, tax. We do all of that. And we even also do uh, K through 12 school solutions too. So my responsibility in all of that is for our solutions for 911 dispatch and police and fire and courts. And I just say everybody's seen the show Law and Order from the beginning of the episode to the end of the episode is is the scope of, of the technology solutions that we provide to enable all of that. And I would imagine being in so many different countries and states, you see a lot of different regulations and things that you guys have to navigate. But um, so I think it's really interesting. And you're right, it's it, it probably is fairly unknown. And so I'm so glad you're here today to kind of educate us a little bit more on it as well. 
it's been nearly a decade since Tyler um, relocated its headquarters to Plano. So why do you think Tyler, um, the Tyler Technologies team selected Plano as the best location for your corporate campus? Yeah. So our corporate office relocated from Dallas about 10 years ago, but Tyler actually has roots in Plano that started in 1981. Um, our first office was actually around Jupiter and Plano Parkway in the early 80s. And then and then as as that part of our business grew, that footprint had had various offices until we relocated from from international uh, to our current location at, at Tennyson and Preston. And at that point is when then our corporate office moved north to join the business that was already located here in, in Plano. And it may be interesting to your listeners to know that at one point, one of the buildings on our campus used to be the city of Plano's YMCA. So we purchased the land and the building that was here for the YMCA, renovated that, built another building, and our current campus seats around 800 people. Uh, and so Plano has been really great for Tyler because of the community and the surrounding areas in North Texas that attract educated and, and talented workers. And Tyler's actually hired over 300 people here for our Plano location in the last two years and is one of the largest employers of software engineers in the North Texas area. That's amazing, Rusty. We love to hear that you've, uh, you know, Tyler has that deep roots into, into Plano for so long. So, so tell us, what are some of the partnerships that Tyler's involved with? Well, let me give you a couple of examples, um, examples that I think that, that most people in their everyday life can, can appreciate. Uh, so everybody enjoys jury duty when they get that uh, flyer in the mail. Uh, I actually, in the last month, received, uh, received a notice for jury duty myself, and we provide the software that, that enables Collin County to do that. And it was it was a positive experience for me, and I hope that is the same for all of the other citizens in uh, Collin County, where I was able to go online, enter in my information, then um, the the system would text me and email me updates about my my jury service, and then for me, uh, I got a text and a phone call the night before, letting me know that that I was dismissed from jury service. So it kind of just worked out great all the way around. Uh, so we provide software for the courts in Collin County to, to handle jury service. Another example that may be interesting to listeners is we we provide an online dispute resolution platform for people to mediate under under court authority um, cases. And so think about this: we actually we actually purchased a platform that had been used by the likes of eBay when there would be disputes between a seller and a buyer for them to resolve those issues on the eBay platform. It's the same type of thing that now we're, that we're providing for courts so that they can have parties that have a small, small claim, um, for example, for them to direct them to, to be able to mediate that dispute online without having to come to court. Eventually they may do, but one of the great outcomes is that that studies show that mutual agreements that are gained through this process are between two to three times more likely to be followed through by the parties. So, th- so there really are some really positive outcomes that the courts can can see from here. 
couple of other small examples that people uh, would would understand is the city of Plano Police Department uses our enforcement solution for electronic citations. So the unpleasant experience of getting pulled over and and if if a citation is issued, that can all be digital today. And then the solution that the municipal court uses for people to then uh, resolve that citation, that is also software that is provided by Tyler so that people can do that online. And we actually also even provide a driver safety course, which in the past people always knew as a defensive driving course to where people can take that online. It's a Netflix style. They can, they can watch the videos through any device. And at the end, the results of that can be e-filed back to the courts, just trying to make the process more efficient for everyone involved. It sounds like North Texas is where you need a lot of talent to help support these efforts. Definitely. Well, we'll be right back after a short break to dive into Rusty's work and the initiative Tyler's courts and justice teams are working on to improve access to justice. Stay tuned for more Plano Pulse featuring Rusty Smith. Leadership Plano is accepting applications for Class 39. The deadline is June 15th at midnight. The program runs from September through May with a required overnight weekend retreat September 10 and 11. Leadership Plano focuses on creating community awareness and developing individual and community leadership skills. Learn more at leadershipplano.org. Apply now. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're joined today by Rusty Smith with Tyler Technologies. Thanks for being here, Rusty. Great to be here, Emily. I've been really impressed that Tyler has products that serve so many different sectors. How is Tyler uniquely qualified and in position to address issues in the government, education, and business? Emily, I I like to say that we serve the most important industry in the world. It's an industry that we all depend on for fundamental services, and we're kind of co-owners as taxpayers. And the growth North, North Texas continues to experience is a result of well-run government that consistently strives to meet the needs of its citizens. And I would think of Tyler Solutions as the digital infrastructure that government needs to be more effective and to use those tools to address the challenges that each of them face. And we saw how critical it was to have continuity of service during the pandemic and how the parts of government that had strong technology assets, they did better than those with outdated solutions. So let me give you an example. In family law cases and restraining orders went up during the pandemic. And for a person that could not afford an attorney, but they needed a restraining order, those jurisdictions that used Tyler software, we provide a TurboTax-like solution that citizens can use to walk through the process for to apply for a restraining order. Now, courthouses were shut down but the courts with technology that allowed the citizens to file papers and for judges and clerks to electronically route and review those, that was, that was incredible for them to be able to do. And in Tyler, 40% of our workforce has experience in working directly in the public sector. So these are former police officers, judges, finance directors. So we work really hard to try and stay in tune with the greatest needs that they have. And there's no shortage of improvements that citizens want to see from their governments. And so they're well positioned to address those issues when they have 
effective technology to serve the community. And these public sector leaders that are responsible for this service delivery, I can tell you they are committed public servants that deserve the latest technology to provide the excellent service to their constituents. And, and, and all of our workforce at Tyler is really passionate in doing that. From your viewpoint, what do you think the biggest challenge is facing courts and their justice partners today? You know, law enforcement and the courts, they find themselves in a, in a crucible of sorts, uh, battling, in some cases, a lack of public trust. You know, there's a lot of discussion about defund the police, which was another example of lack of trust in the system. And there's pockets of the country that are handling it differently, but by and large, it's actually resulted in a lot of positive conversations about bringing appropriate resources to bear to handle incidents. Instead of asking a law enforcement officer to be an expert in a range of skills like dealing with people with with mental health challenges, and the courts are being questioned about bias and confidentiality. And just recently, even the Supreme Court had the leak on the on the brief on Roe v. Wade. So these are areas that are dependent on technology to provide this confidentiality, security against cyber attacks, transparency, and to give them all of the information that they need to make sound decisions. So there's a there's a flood of technology that's available, but it comes with a lot of policy considerations that courts and law enforcement have to deal with. So for example, how does a 911 center effectively deal with a live stream video call and provide that to officers that are en route to a scene? During the pandemic, courts switched overnight to conducting hearings over Zoom. And there really are some pretty funny videos on YouTube of of people trying to handle that technology, even even in a court setting. And if your listeners haven't seen the video of the Texas lawyer that had a cat filter on during his Zoom session, it's worth it's worth checking out. So we find ourselves in an interesting time where there's there's uh, in in some cases lack of trust, more public pressure but a lot of technology that's, that's flooding in that can help these things, but they have to all be managed really effectively. I remember that cat video very well. I think I watched it a million <laughs> times and laughed my head off over and over and over. <laughs> poor, poor attorney. A fear of mine of what can people see in this video? <laughs> right, right. Oh, and the fact that he just couldn't turn it off for the, for the longest time. So <laughs> yeah, he made well, the judge sure he made sure the judge knew that he was not in fact a cat. Yes, so that, yes. that was maybe the funniest line. Not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rusty, what's next for your group? Are there any trends or innovations that you're keeping your eyes on for special projects that you're working on? We're focused on continuing to enhance cybersecurity protection. Uh, and helping our clients move to the cloud. Those are those are really big forces on the technology front. Um, in, in government, citizens often won't give credit for the innovative things that are done if local government isn't effective at providing the services and, and protecting them regardless of the situation. So we're focused on that. And in addition to that, we have an opportunity to connect these agencies to share information to make government more efficient because of the number of agencies that we that we serve with our platform we have a vision that we call connected communities 
that can link agencies together to allow them to access information they never had access to before from other jurisdictions. And these are all really long-term multi-year strategies that we're really excited about and our clients are too. Well, Rusty, I learned through um, getting ready for today's podcast that you are also a Plano resident. So um, as a fellow Plano resident, what do you like to do in your spare time? Any local restaurants or places you like to spend time? For a good brunch, my wife and I enjoy uh, both Breadwinners on Preston Mm -hmm. and First Watch at Parker and Custer. Uh, my wife and I, we have two teenage boys, so we enjoy golfing and playing pickleball and, and wake surfing. Um, and we're all actively involved with Chase Oaks Church, which is at Legacy and, and 75. Yep. Uh, and, and we'll also volunteer at the local good center uh, that's an extension of Chase Oaks Church. And that's, that's at Avenue K and Park. Uh, we moved from Atlanta to Plano in 2019. And we've just found Plano to be such a great place to raise a family and to do business. And we're really pleased to be here. Well, that's excellent. Yes, I know I know where Chase Oaks is well. I live not too far from there. So great area of Plano. Yeah. Well, that is about all the time we have for today. It seemed like it went by very quickly. So Rusty, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule and really helping us understand better um, what Tyler Technology does and how much service you provide, not only to our community, but to so many communities across the world. Well, Kelly and Emily, thank you so much for the opportunity to share what it is that we do and what we're so passionate about. Absolutely. Interested in reaching our Plano Pulse listeners? Support the Plano Chamber and the podcast by becoming a sponsor. Contact the Chamber team to learn more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday.